0: Good morning, friends. Today is the third day of April, 2023. I am John Harkness, the Kilted Quaker. Yesterday uh, was Palm Sunday. And so this week we are reflecting on the final week of Jesus' ministry prior to his death, burial, and resurrection and um so I today am reflecting on what Monday looked like what what the day after um Palm Sunday looked like in the life of Jesus according to the gospel of Mark chapter 11, this is the day that Jesus goes into Jerusalem, uh, to the temple and begins overturning tables and chasing out money changers. And he makes whips, uh, to drive out the animals and, uh, it causes me to reflect on my own heart because the New Testament tells us that the temple of God is among his people and it tells us that the Holy Spirit dwells in our hearts. After our our salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to us and takes up residence in our heart. And so we become the temple, right? We, we become the dwelling place of God. And that causes me to reflect on the Old Testament passage, I believe it's in Daniel, where the Holy Spirit, the, the glory of God, lifts up from the most holy place in the temple and exits, Exits the temple, exits Jerusalem, and the Babylonians sack Jerusalem. They destroy the walls. They sack the temple and tear it down. It causes me to remember that judgment always starts at the temple, at the most holy place. And it causes me to wonder, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to clear out of your temple? What are the things in my heart, in my life, that you are trying to drive out? I have a friend who is a minister, and uh, we're in pretty continual contact. And he indicated that during his prayer time and during his time in the Word, he was confronted by the Holy Spirit, that there are some things in his life that could potentially disqualify him from ministering. And uh, it it caused me, it caused him to, to begin to ask the Holy Spirit to weed those things out. Remove them from his heart, remove them from his life, that he might be able to better minister to fulfill the calling that he has on his life. And it causes me to reflect, Lord, are there things in my own heart, in my own life, in my own mind that would disqualify me from ministry? It's easy to look around at the world that we live in and say this is wrong with the world and that is wrong with the world and this thing here needs to change and that thing there needs to change. It's easy for us to point those things out. And yet, as Jesus points out, we're hypocrites if we do that without examining ourselves first, right? Jesus doesn't tell us not to judge. Jesus tells us to examine ourselves first before we judge. He says, first remove the plank from your own eye and then you can help remove the speck. So friends, I wonder today, is there something in your own heart, in your own life, in your own mind that Jesus would see and begin to drive out? Are there things in your own life where the Holy Spirit is beginning to speak into your heart, into your mind, into your life, and saying, this thing here needs removed? I'm a big fan of the Skit Guys. Um, they they have a lot of really good skits and and sh- um, things that that are challenging and encouraging. And the, there's a lot of funny stuff, but they've got this one called God's Chisel. And if you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to go to YouTube and look it up and watch it. Skit Guys, God's Chisel. Um, because it, it examines this very thing. Um, part of me wants to explain to you what this skit is, but I don't want to spoil it either. So I would encourage you to go to YouTube, check it out. Skit guys, God's chisel. And the rundown of it is is that even though it's painful, even though it's difficult, God will begin to remove things from you to make you look more like Jesus, to make your life reflect Jesus, to make your heart a place where the Holy Spirit is able to dwell. Because Scripture also tells us that uh, evil, God cannot be where evil is. God drives out evil. God's presence drives out evil. But if it's if His presence is driving out evil, we should expect it to be doing the same in our own hearts. Which means we will be exposed. There will be things that He brings up that need to go. he's cleaning house he's driving out the leaven there are there are so many parallels in the old testament that that are reflective of this Are we living lives worthy of the calling? Because if we are in Christ, we are called to follow him. And as we follow him, he will begin to change us. He loves us as we are, but he loves us too much to leave us that way. What are the things in your own heart? What are the things in your own life that he is driving out? There are certain elements within the Christian church that say that that, um, that holiness is something we must do in order to become a better dwelling place. But scripture makes it clear that that's not the case, that rather the Holy Spirit will be the one who begins to clean us up. We don't have to clean us up. But we also should not resist the work of the Holy Spirit. It's interesting as I reflect on this. I also am drawn to the passage in Isaiah where. I think it's in Isaiah chapter 9. Where he has his vision. Where he was in the temple and. Worshipping and. He goes into a vision. He says, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple with his glory. And I cried out, Woe to me, for I am a man of unclean lips. Pause. Because I think it's important that we recognize that before Isaiah judged the people among whom he lived, he recognized, even in his own heart, even in his own life, that he is a man of unclean lips. And this is a man who was called by God to minister, he was a prophet. This is woe unto me I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the king he was undone and the messenger the angel came to him with a coal from the altar touched his lips and says see your lips have been cleaned. They have been purged. And then he hears the Holy Spirit, the God, seated on the throne, say, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And Isaiah says, Here I am. Send me. I am yours to command, basically. We cannot purify ourselves. If you try to clean a dish with dirty water, the dish remains dirty. We need pure water. And the Holy Spirit gives us that pure water, cleanses us from all unrighteousness, and makes us worthy of the calling. Friends, I pray that this word encourages you today to surrender your striving to the Lord. To allow him to do the work in you. Because at the end of the day, he's the only one who can. He's the only one who can. And he is good. And he is faithful and just. He will forgive us our sins. He will purify us. But we have to submit. We have to submit. I love you, my friends, and I pray that you have a blessed day. Holy Spirit, we come to you and we lift up our lives to you. We surrender them to you and say, Lord, we want to do your will. So clean us, purify us, make us worthy vessels. And guide our steps that we might reach out to this world that has largely rejected you. Give us words to speak. Give us hearts of compassion. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, my friends. And we will talk with you next week.